What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you for tuning in. Again, like, this is really crazy to me. Again, every week, I'm not going to stop saying it. Like, I'm surprised that people fucking listen. Like, <laughs> like, we really do this. Wow. Like, we really here, yet again, in these chairs with these headphones doing it. So, how was your weekend? What did I do this week? Oh, I went to Darnie Park um, with my job. At first, I was like, uh, but then I found people. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. And you was also texting me the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I was texting you the whole time. And I got on a roller coaster this week. So, I actually gave Salem a try this weekend. Um, I'm very happy. It was all right. Yeah, it was good. I need to continue watching it. I fell off. but Because yeah. you can't watch that and Game of Thrones at the same time. I really don't feel like this is as complicated as Game of Thrones. Like, niggas' names is Isaac and Mary but in the show. I feel like show. it get more complicated with the longer the seasons. Okay, yeah. Because they be- add more characters. All right, yeah. Because Game of Thrones came into it 27 characters <laughs> deep, and you just, like... Honestly, didn't know any of them until like the fifth season. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, I've been watching Salem. I've been watching Grey's Anatomy just because I really like that show. Like, it's it's just really, really interesting. And it kind of gives me all the things I used to love about Scandal in one show. So, mm. that's cool. And Albrika actually recommended that I watch Mr. Robot. So, I'm going to oh, start yeah. that because that just seems like a show I'm going to watch. So. Yeah, I feel like you would be obsessed Thanks with for it. the suggestion. Um, and... <laughs> Also, you forgot to mention something crazy that's been happening. You're, like, pretty much, like, a Twitter celebrity now. Oh, I forgot about that because I really just blocked out the notifications. Like, I do not like a lot of attention. Like, that's why, like, when my Snapchats get, like, 35 views, I'm like, oh, like, that's just too much for me. And this, like, tweet had got, like, 16, like, like, no, it was, like, 45K something. And I'm just, like... Out of all the tweets I tweet, that one, y'all really chose that one. Well, she made a tweet throwing shade at Android users, (laughs) and all the Android users, well, not all of them, some of them were, like, in their feelings about it. Like, it was crazy. My favorite thing somebody called me was a vapid thought. I thought that was really funny. (laughs) Over a phone, but okay. So, yeah, that was funny. Um... A funny thing that happened this weekend. I just thought that was so hilarious. I'm like, because if these people knew you, they would be like, she really didn't do it for the gram. Like, she ain't do I it. I did not. She ain't do it for the vine. Because as soon as I got to 50 retweets, I was freaking out. I was like, please don't. <laughs> no, please don't go viral. Yeah. No, but that was um hilarious. Okay, so we're moving on to our phase four right now. This week, um, actually, this idea was given to us <laughs> by our engineer, Eric. He said, if you could only say four words, which words would it be? Like, you can't say anything else. You just got to say these four words on repeat. Which words? Um, I was, my four words would be dick, money, weed, and fries. And that's just so you. Like It is very me. It's almost poetic how much that's you. <laughs> so why would you say those words? Um, Because for the most part, I would want, um, well, no, because dick can be used as an insult. And as a and request. As a request. Mm-hmm. Uh, money, because that's what I always want and need. Um, and what else I say? Oh, fries, because I love French fries. Yeah. Because duh, right? Yeah, because duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my four favorite, or not my four favorite, but the four words I would like um use are cake, Hennessy, Beyonce, and fuck. Okay, cake because cake is my everything. It just is. Hennessy, I need that. Like, I just, <laughs> that needs to be accessible to me. 
upon request. Like yeah, I can't you really do let Hennessy in. I can't take that. No, I love it. Like if I could have an IV, like walked around with it, I probably would never lose my temper. Um, Beyonce, <laughs> because like I need I need to be able to express when I want to hear her or when something new is going on. And fuck because same, it could be used as a request or an insult. With me, <laughs> usually an insult. Like I say that word for everything. When something is good, when something is terrible. So that's like can't can't be taken away from me. Yeah. All right, so we're moving into tea time because there is so much tea and so little fucking time this week. Like, <laughs> oh my God, people have been showing their whole black asses. I've been just like, I've been taking it's- note. Every time I see somebody fuck up, you'll just see me open my iPhone and type it in my notepad because... Yeah, people really have been showing off. Um, Really, like award shows, the... um. Wait, what other war shows were there? So there are two war shows. There were the um, Emmy Awards and there were the Hip Hop Honors. Oh, true. I forgot the Hip Hop Honors was a war show. I see that as like a performance. I know. (laughs) Well, we'll get to that. But so for the Emmys, you know, a lot of black people, a lot of women, a lot of people of color in general just like really showed out and like took some things home. And it just was like funny. It's almost as if like, you know, when given the opportunity, they can like do like amazing things. Yeah, right? I'm about to say black people are talented with the cuz I was going to watch cuz I forgot it came on. My mom called me and she was like the Emmys is on. And I was like is black people there? And she was like, yeah. You're so right. So, I was going to watch it. But the thing that made me mad was the fact that that Sean Spicer was on there. And, of course, like, I saw this thing on Twitter, and I'm like, that's so true. They're, like, liberal, like, celebrities. They're not really here for you. Like, they're they not think, loyal. They're not. And they think all of this shit is a joke. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't know this, but Trevor Noah gave a top. Tommy Lauren a cupcake or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, he's a fucking clown. Like, they think he's a like, cl- it's not funny. Like, put a little love in your heart. Like, no. that, I hate that shit. Like, either, no, this guy had backed up a racist and just hateful. Hateful, hateful administration. That's who he is. If it, look, if I go punch his sister in the face because, like, you know, my president told me to, and then all of a sudden I don't work with their president anymore, am I just like not the same terrible person? Yeah, like what the fuck? Like that just made me so mad. But I'm not surprised. And like I used to be obsessed with Stephen Colbert. Like when I was in high school, like I had his book. Like mm-hmm. I was just obsessed, like with him. And like I just knew he was that type of liberal, like the type of person to be like. Um, like you know, to entertain that bullshit because it's not really dangerous for them. Like it's just, it's just, yeah. Sean Spicer's an idiot, but he doesn't affect me. Like he doesn't affect my well being, and his thing things that he say isn't really hurt, hurtful to my history. So they can like just you know endorse it. And Trevor Noah, I don't know what's wrong with his black ass because he is well, yes, bitching and, and saying all that, making this whole fucking monologue about how his when a apartheid happened and his mom couldn't be on the same with, side with, of the yeah, street as his, his dad. dad. Yeah. He was bitching about that, but it's not that serious. not saying that it's not a serious thing, but yeah. it's serious what's going on with this Trump thing. And you, like, just, you, um, like, entertaining it? Like, I just hate when people try to glamorize taking the high road too much. Because, exactly. like, I'm not a fan of the high road, but I'm also not a fan of the low road either. Like, I'm not going to try to torture somebody, but I'm not going to be buddy-buddy with you to be the bigger person. I don't have to be the bigger person. Yeah, my thing is... I don't is, have to say anything. If, when it comes to politics, like, especially now, if you're not radical as exactly. fuck, then I don't want to have anything to do right. with you. And Ron Perlman, the guy who plays Hellboy... Um, said something that I was like, yes, say that. He said, what kind of arts community goes for a cheap joke by allowing this white supremacy enabling motherfucker into its midst? 
ashamed. And he posted a picture of Sean Spicer at the Emmys podium. And I'm like, yes, Ron Perlman, don't give a fuck because you, because also Ron Perlman, no, he don't have nothing to lose because the Emmys and all that shit, they don't re- respect horror movies and special effects right. and sci-fi and Which stuff is, like that. I would so much said, rather watch. Yeah, but I'd much rather watch. He, so he said, fuck it. I'm calling all these motherfuckers <laughs> out. And that's true what he said. Another celebrity did say something too. I forgot what celebrity it was, um, but somebody else did say something too. And I'm like, yes, call all these people out. Yeah, and everyone's like, you know what? Now the Spicy isn't working for Trunk anymore. He's actually kind of a lovable guy. I'm like, um, He'll never be because his politics. You know what? Fuck y'all. Mm. White, halfway there liberals. This is why no one takes y'all seriously. Like, just exactly. because you're That's liberal. Why I don't even claim. Don't mean I don't you even have claim to be, liberal. I'm fucking radical. I'm trying to get crazy. I'm trying to set not Kill people, fire. burn shit, fuck school. That's, That's exactly, how I, exactly. Like, when you ask me, like, what's my <laughs> political reef? I'm like, well, I'm a loyal um, a devout member of the kill people, <laughs> shit, fuck school posse. I really, like, that's what honestly, I am. Honestly, if y'all not trying to drag, if y'all not trying to smash Nazis' head on cement, curb stomp the motherfuckers, then I don't like. Cur- I'm you said curb stomp? <laughs> Damn, I'm I ain't hear that one no more. I'm laughing because Eric's and <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him. But, but yeah. No, I- Exactly like because curves. you're 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 headed the same way. Whether you're on an escalator, whether you're on an elevator, whether mm-hmm. you're taking the stairs, nigga, you are going up. Okay, spicy. You may not be on that elevator spicy. no more. <laughs> yeah, spicy. Cause he like he just look like my spicy food make him have to like shit like have to poop. <laughs> like one of Amish people was eating Mexican food and. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they what? almost did. Remember <laughs> on Breaking Amish when they did you see that episode when they went to the Mexican they restaurant? They probably had like a chalupa or some shit, and they just like <laughs> just they almost up. died. No, but they they fucked them up. They took them to an authentic Mexican restaurant. No Taco Bell, like they're literal. Like, oh they don't shit! Speak English. God damn! But they probably selling ghost peppers and what? <laughs> Yeah, that's what he looked yeah, like. Yeah, Spicy seemed like he like put some like mild <laughs> sauce on his chalupa. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like sweating. But yeah, like you may not be on the elevator no more with Trump, but you damn sure are taking the steps up like that. You still serve exactly. that agenda. It was and okay for, for you. Exactly. So just fuck you and fuck the Emmys and everybody else who think it's funny to invite like Stacey Dash and Sean Spicer and Donald Trump. Like stop trying to humanize these fucking people because once right? you humanize monsters, it makes it easier for them to become more and more terrible. Exactly. But yeah, we'll talk more about the that you know administration a little bit later so moving on to the hip-hop honors like that happened and i understand how you said you felt like it wasn't a war show because if you look at the setup that shit looked like a kickback it was yeah, decent, it's like, like a performance like i always feel it was like, like a showcase yeah exactly like i feel like it's a um concert yeah, but I, I like the intimate feeling of this because it was, like, hip-hop from the 90s. And a lot of people in the audience, they were pairs. Like, they were pairs. Like, they worked with mm-hmm. each other and watched each other grow. And it was nice how they kind of were, like, sitting, kicking back. Um, So we're just going to talk about the few of the highlights. So Martin was honored. That was cool because when you think 90s, you think Martin. Yeah, very um, true. My show. Yep. And Tiana Taylor, she performed with a boot on. And again, she she nailed someone else's performance. So I've said this earlier and I've come to the conclusion oh that Tiana Taylor is a drag queen. One hundred percent. She does drag. She she she's like a you drag said, performer. She's a like you said, she's like the queen of karaoke. She is. Like, like lip sync battle. Like she will if if lip sync if like the industry was lip sync battle, oh shit, she'd be at the top, like number one. But you know what? I just accepted that she kills shit. She's 
has great abs and um, if she doesn't want more for herself, then that's the fuck on her. If she doesn't want to share those vocals and really get behind she the project, sing. she is not even a pity thing. Like, you know how Kiki Palmer can hold a note when she try real hard? You know how, like, if she really concentrates, Kiki Palmer can sing? No. She it's really not like that with Tiana Taylor. <laughs> Tiana Taylor got some smooth, deep, beautiful Tony yes. Braxton bobs. Like, and she's just so, like, sultry. But she's just... Uh, you know what? Like, she does stuff that, like, you know what? It's like a part of me has to give it to her because, like, in my head, like, sometimes I be wanting to perform stuff. Like, for instance, Brianna, Breaking Dishes. She never made a video for that. Mm-hmm. And I would love to make a video for that. Yeah. And I have the video in my head. Like, I had a performance. And I'm like, you know what? I would love to execute that. And Tiana Taylor thinks like that, and she actually goes for it. Yeah, that's so great of her to, like, you know, execute someone else's music <laughs> it'd be wonderful if she could execute her own but like i said i'm dropping it i'm fucking dropping it until the next time she does she, it is she not even like like a drag race star she like a drag a local drag queen like and that's I, how yeah, she is. i feel like she prepares so hard and when she done she but <laughs> i did it y'all i did it i killed that rendition of all the hot 90 songs me but you know what? i did that i did that same choreography <laughs> i with those same outfits i did it i vote i did that for someone but you else's know what? shit um, I hope that she never hears this because I can't. No, take, seriously, I, can't I really do take, want to be her friend. I cannot take being called a fat ass by her because it's going to you know stink. And I know that's probably where she would definitely go for it because that's what I would go for. Because somebody what? like me was talking shit about somebody like her. If Tiana Taylor called me a long faced <laughs> bitch, I'd be like, true. But guess what? I'm a long faced <laughs> bitch that's repeating my own shit, executing my own ideas. And look, okay? It's true. The fuck? Please. But wait, sidebar. I found out the other celebrity that said the tweet is Zach Braff, who was in Scrubs. Mm. He said, I'm not ready to laugh with Sean Spicer. I think he's an evil, opportunistic liar that hurt our country. Mm. And that's coming from white folks. So, because you know, when we say shit, he was on a white show. Yeah, Scrubs is the whitest show you love to hate. I I love that show. (laughs) Yeah, it was hilarious. You put me onto that in high school. But so, yeah, you know, that's it for Tiana Taylor. Like, I just, like I said, if she ever heard this, you know, she would be like, bitches are haters. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a lover. I love you, and I want you to do better. But yeah, exactly. Again, honestly, basketball can only take you so far. And honestly, the way I heard that nigga playing. Hmm, true to you right there. But um, Mariah Carey was doing the bare minimal again, and I loved it again at the Hip Hop Honors. Like, she literally came on stage, and she walked up two steps, and it was like this guy extorting, extorting her, extorting her. We'll talk about extortion as leaders. Es- escorting her up the steps. Like, she just couldn't bear to walk up these two steps she, without a railing on I her I cannot own. wait to be like that, because sometimes I feel like that, like, I want to do something, but I just don't feel like... Putting the effort. In. But you know what's so funny? So the beginning of this performance, they had it as if it was like this lady scaling a wall, right? And she had like a blonde wig on as if it was supposed to be Mariah Carey. I'm like, wait a fucking second. When did Mariah get all this energy to scale a wall? The lady scales a wall into this compartment and Mariah busts out like it was her. It's like, bitch. It was nasty. You barely want to do a smooth two-step. You definitely not sliding down on rope. That was not her. That was... If there's anything else that I know is that... Tiana Taylor would not pull out a solo project, and that was not 
Mariah Carey scaling that motherfucking <laughs> fake ass skyscraper. And I this love, bitch was bouncing quick down. But she there. was like also like smiling, like looking like I did it. Like, like yeah, you guys. <laughs> a little surprise for you. <laughs> but like, um, again, I follow Crystal from the Reed. If you guys don't follow her, Crystal or Kid Fury, or listen to the Reed, please do because no, they, they really hilarious. they're hilarious and they like are a big reason why I wanted to do a podcast. But Crystal always says that, like, Mariah Carey is just not letting this sailor theme go. And she is not. She love that shit. And she's not even wearing a sailor outfit. (laughs) But her background dancers, the men, are. She was wearing a leather outfit on, and the the scene was a city. But her her background dancers, who were were men, were wearing sailor outfits. Like, And I really want to know. She don't have to explain. What <laughs> I want to know where her obsession came from, like with the sailor stuff. Like, I really want to know. I think because the original video took place on a boat, and she like it made sense then because like it took place on a boat and it was sailors. But since then, she's decided that she doesn't <laughs> have to stick with the theme. But her background dancers, they can't wear anything other than sailor outfits. She's like none, no change for you guys. Goals. But it was funny. Like I always get happy to see Mariah Carey, um, and then Missy Elliott, who fucking came out looking like the blue alien from the Fifth Element, dancing she in really water. She really is like, and she looked great. Like, cause she <sighs> showed like a side by side when she originally did a um costume and stuff, and like when she did it um at the Hip Hop Honors, and she looked. I'm like, wow, she really looks great like, she was too. moving too like i forget missy can dance sometimes but she just i just love how crazy she is I'm like i know and i feel like people don't give her enough credit like she just don't get her and janet jackson i feel like people like pay and dust oh i think janet jackson gets her credit 100 percent. i don't think she get enough credit I think see and dust. growing up i knew that janet i, I feel no i feel like 100 percent janet jackson is known as the icon i don't think she Mar- get en- enough credit like as as if like Madonna has, I feel like Jan Jackson is on that level, but like I feel like she don't get that in our community. I feel like she is like, but I feel like that's crazy. I feel like Janet Jackson is just a household name. Yeah, because you were black. I, but but that don't make me ignorant to know when people no, don't get I'm saying their credit. Our community, like, like we have, but like yeah, stuff, I know that there's. But I just feel like she don't get enough. Credit. Like Brandy is like that. Brandy is somebody that the black community we know what she made up. But as far like she's one of the best vocalists probably on earth, right? Like in my opinion, like she said, she just created a totally different sound. I don't think she get her credit, but I think Janet Jackson one hundred percent does. So I don't know. Maybe I need to start like look at that, like how white people view her. But I always thought. Janet Jackson was a super star. Like she, she needs to get the, way, the same the same way people look at Madonna. I feel like that's exactly how they should look at Janet Jackson. See, I feel like they they do look at her like that. But again, I don't know. I feel like that about Leah. I feel like black people we we worship Aaliyah. White people don't. Yeah, because it, it needed white people needed like ten more years. Yeah, we always worship Dalia. We always worship Brandy, the Monicas, but I feel like Janet Jackson, like, I she feel like was they that too bitch. busy. They too busy in Madonna ass. See, you know what? And it, this has nothing to do with Madonna being white and me being black, but I just never saw it from Madonna. I'm sorry. Like, I, ne- I don't like any Madonna song. None. Yeah, I never heard you talk about Madonna. And we know why, because I ignore her existence. I don't like her. I do like some of her. I do like some of her. I don't like her voice. She cannot sing. She can't sing. I mean, she's she's a great dancer. She is a great dancer, but just doesn't do it for me. Like Celine Dion, she kills me. Like she she just like slays me 
every single time. But there's something about Madonna who just seemed like a copycatter even when I was a kid. Like, same with, like, Paula <laughs> Abdul. Like, nothing. Does nothing for yeah. me. Yeah. I just, uh, I mean, it's some, like, I just feel like there's some, like I said, there's some Madonna stuff I like. But I, like, I'm not, like, always, like, uh, like defending her. I never care about anything she does. Any her. headlines that she makes, I don't understand Oh, I don't why. care any. I definitely don't care anymore. I never did. I never, like, oh, God, she kissed Britney. I'm like, don't. Don't care. <laughs> Do not care. Yeah, I've never heard you talk about her, honestly. That's a, that's a great treat to hit. Yeah, I just, I don't see it for Madonna. And I definitely don't see it for her always trying to talk about, oh, he dated Michael Jackson. It's like, all right, no one cares. <laughs> Who didn't? Yeah, but I say, join the fucking club. He seemed like he liked everybody. Boy, <laughs> so, all right. Moving on to our next subject. Um, So two white men decided that they should create a glamorous vending machine called Bodega Box. That is so... Like, I was thinking about that. That is, I'm like... Wait, when? I'm sorry. I don't think that they were two white men. Let me take that back. It was I think, a white woman. No, I think there were definitely two men. But one was... uh, He looks like a person of color of some sort. He still could have been Either white way. passing. But two men who were not... You know, indigenous the to the hood, they're not part of the culture. Decided that you know what, I love the bodega snacks, but I fucking hate the minorities there. And so I let me just, cat. I hate the cat. I hate everything <laughs> about it except for the snacks. So. That makes me so mad because I'm just like, when will y'all stop? Like, Never. white people and white culture, or anybody that that feels engulfed in white culture, are just, I'm like, when will y'all stop? Like, y'all will stop at nothing to try, and they are so shameless about it. Like, that whole, like, because, well, in Philly, we call it poppy stores. Yeah. The poppy store is such, like, a culture. And, like, living in New York and being, and when I lived in New York and, like, you know, I went to school with a lot of white people and stuff, the way I heard people talk about, like, the poppy stores or they call it their bodega, it just was, like, very weird to me. Like, the way they would just like it was just such a spectacle like it was so interesting to them that they sold food there and I'm like yeah that's what they fucking and do. they love San Bodega you're not going to yes, tell me yes they love they're like so who's gonna go to the Bodega on Bodega Avenue to get some Bodega like bitch <laughs> like I get it like it's a word that you're not used to but that doesn't mean that you have to oh it's that always frustrated me there's nothing Same worse I hate than a, a rich person trying to pretend like they're a hot mess like oh god I guess I'll just get some Moultrin from the bodega. Yeah, yes. Or they be like, always a they'll be like, poor man. Yes, or they like, oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, guess what I had this morning? I had a sandwich from a bodega. Oh, it's like, bodega. as opposed to what, like going to fucking brunch in the East Village, like, like oh, oh sorry, West Village. Like, it's just like, it's so annoying. Uh, and I'm like, it's such a culture. And it was like, it's a, such a culture that it's something that I don't constantly think about. So it's like the fact that they're making this bodega box thing is very annoying. It's like y'all really was constantly thinking about this. Like yes. y'all are so bored with gentrification that y'all had to gentrify something. Like yeah, and it's, it's like very, you know what everything we want everything from the hood and we want to make it our way. Yeah, and like even like it's it's annoying too because the the poppy store around my way it's been they they had different like owners and stuff and the people that I was there when I was growing up they're not there no more and they closed earlier and like they don't have as many like snacks and stuff as they used to have and I'm just like I I'm afraid that like but I feel like bodegas never die but like sometimes yeah. they can because I've read yeah, an article like, like there are a lot of too. things that have died that have been around for years like fucking. Phones, like house phones, yeah. have been a staple, and then all of a sudden they're going. Like television, absolutely, obsolete. I'm sorry. Just like so many different things. And like, 
I'm looking at this like, what the fuck this shit is packed in. Oh, excuse me. I'm looking at what's packed into this, and it's like coconut water, protein bars. Bitch, this is not a bodega. This is a Whole Foods, like, vending machine. You don't go to the poppy store. You don't go to the bodega to get fucking coconut water, okay? You go there to get a 25-cent pack of homeboy chips. You go there to get three peanut chews for 50 cents. You go there to get a fucking freeze pop long as your torso <laughs> that's 10 cents long you go in that shit to get a dazed cream soda half a pound of um cheese you go to that shit to get a fucking lemon you don't yeah. go there to get a granola bar like if you get a luna bar from your corner store nigga then guess what it just made it's a deli that's what yeah it is. i will say because like a lot of people like when i lived in new york people would call stuff that to me then classifies a bodega they would call it a bodega and i'm like first of all the man that works here is um southeast asian so like to call that a bodega is like that's like it's not a bodega. Like just because somebody brown don't mean they automatically is like Latino, like or Latina. Yeah. So they would call like first of all, fucking let's just say this Manhattan, like where I lived in Manhattan, the um, Lower East Side, there's no fucking bodegas. No, there. it's there's delis. No fucking, it's just fucking delis. Yeah. Like in Harlem, yeah, there's bodegas there, but like there's no fucking bodegas in fucking. East 23rd, like in anywhere in Madison Square, it's no fucking bodegas there. It's right. not. Just say that. And they would say stuff like that as well. They, like, what, like I said, where there's like a Southeast Asian like man working there. And I'm like, um, that doesn't classify. And it's just like these people, it's annoying. Um, One of this rapper that I have a crush on, Meech Mars, he said that like y'all love everything about New York but New York. Like y'all exactly. move to New York and y'all hate. It's like exactly. they only move to New York to brag to their friends from fucking Oklahoma. They'd be like, yeah, I didn't get married. Instead, I New York. I'm a hot mess in New York. <laughs> it's just- yeah, baby. I'm in New York in a fucking fast lane. I'm in my safe-ass apartment where I don't have to interact with any of the in- people who were born and raised here. And also, I like the quiet. It's like, nigga, you are not... You literally are in a- on another planet. Like, you're not living in the real New York. You're just pretending to be a hot mess exactly. because you think it's you so, fucking carry from so Sex in the City. Like, you're not. Exactly. And it's so annoying. It's like, these because Carrie got her hands dirty too. She like, did, um, and, and but Carrie actually was a New Yorker, was she? No, no, she I don't think she was. She, she came, she right. fell she in love with the city. She said, "But like typical shit." Yeah, <laughs> I know. I can't lie. I said that too. But like, it makes me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up and realized I couldn't afford that shit. But it, it makes me mad that, like, people, I feel like they come there and they study that shit and they take notes and they, like, in five years, this is my five-year plan, we're going to change to this, we're going to do this, because that's why everybody's miserable. It's like, no, everybody's miserable because the prices keep on going up because and y'all keep on- And it's cold shit. And it's cold as shit. And it's hot as shit. <laughs> and it smell like shit and everything. But nobody leaves because they all love it. Exactly. It's a great yeah, place. It is a great place. It is, but I hate it at the same time. Yeah, same. But like it's just so annoying how people just like they just have to fuck with other people's culture. Yeah, they gotta tamper with it. That's what annoys me. And people are and doing that with Philly. Here but listen too. to what they said. They said the vision here is much bigger than the box box itself. Uh-huh. Eventually, centralized shopping locations won't be necessary because they will be one hundred thousand bodegas spread out, with one always one hundred feet away from you. It's a vending machine. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is a vending machine. I will never go. I will never do that. I will never in my life use this bodega machine. And you know what? If they would have named it like Deli on the Go, I may not <laughs> have been so pissed off with it. But you literally are going to name it after something, a culture that you are not the fuck a part of. You're going to say something about the cat, the meme. It just goes to show how, like, you know, People like this, these little fucking new techies or whatever, they love going online and be like, oh, we can give a nod to this. I, we can give a nod to I the culture. You can give everything to the culture. People. You can give everything to the culture but a fucking coin. That's exactly. what I hate. And it's like you put in these people, like people, their livelihood depends on this. And it's like you're going to have a thousand or whatever, these fucking boxes set up. And it's like, so what is, like, you know, the man who, you know, had it won't this be necessary bodega anymore. for 28 years, what is he going to do. That box will never take out a nigga making a bacon, egg, and cheese, okay? Exactly. It will never take out a man making coffee <laughs> that's delicious, old, and ready to <laughs> Like, you're not going... Like, I just think... I get really heated because, like, as healthy as I get in my health journey, I'm going to always go get me some $1 french fries from the corner store, okay? My grandma is always going to send me around there to get some bleach. So, right? I just want y'all to know that... And this, a white tea. And a white tea. Like, we don't want, like, method cleaning shit. Like, we don't want high-quality stuff. Like, we love the bodega because it's, like, cheap, accessible, and it's a historical context. Like, this... These, this shit was around for our neighborhoods when our parents couldn't necessarily afford to go shopping. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, there was partnerships. They are part of the community. Like, when I go into my corner store, I see pictures of the people in the community. Yes, exactly. And the fucking glass. Exactly. Like, it's pictures. Like, in my poppy store, mind you, my poppy store has been taken over by new people and they still kept the pictures in there of, like, my girlfriends that I grew up with who, like, don't even live exactly. around there no more. Like, they kept the pictures in there and that's just a whole I I wanted a picture. I wanted my picture in the, po- yeah, in the poppy too. store when I was a kid. I didn't do it, but I wanted it. Like, I wanted a picture of me, like, laying across the table with, like, clouds in the back. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that these people don't fucking... Yeah, y'all don't understand that. Nope. Like, y'all don't get that. And, like, when I was um, younger, I used to... Because uh, around my way, we had a eight brothers. That was our poppy store. And I used to get up every morning. Not every morning, but, like, in the morning when, like, my mom gave me, like, $10 or whatever mm-hmm. and just get a cheesesteak and ball out. Like, yes. and that's to me, like, when I that when I was younger and I ate meat, like, that was, like, the best cheesesteak to me, like, from the pop and, store. And I always tell people that, like, I used to work at a museum that bought people around from all over the world. It's called the Barnes Foundation. I don't know what the fuck I'm being secret for. But, like, <laughs> like niggas, no yeah, right? Niggas used to come from, like, Italy, uh, Texas would be like, where is the best place, Pat's or Geno's? I said, if you don't take your ass <laughs> to uh, 32nd and Cumberland and go get you one of them nice Greek, like, I remember loving those cheesesteaks. I remember too. going in there with like $1 in my pocket, being able to walk out with five peach rings, being able to walk out with a day's can soda and two bags of chips. Okay, got exactly. my whole life off of that. They've been the one, I mean, yeah, they, they've grown up like everyone else, but I feel like they've been the one place that kind of has been able to re- keep the integrity to their prices, mm-hmm. you know, keep it as honest as they can. Yeah, because I had to you pay still a, can... a dollar something for toilet paper. I was like, oh, 
these white people better get the fuck out my own neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like paying a dollar for toilet paper. No, it's still some chips you can get for 25 cents at the it corner is, store. Or 35. Like, and it's still some like uh candy that you can walk in there. I mean, it used to be five cents, now it's 10 cents, but you know, it's been a good 15 <laughs> years and they've only gone up five cents. Yeah. I say that's not bad because it was a penny when my grandma was a kid. Yeah. So like that's not too bad. I just wish that white people keep their little metal and sneaky translucent fingers off of things. Like, like stay out of our shit. Like honestly, like 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 you were saying, like, you know, even though like you know we're healthy and stuff like that, I feel like that's the one vice that the hood should have. Yeah. Because it's a culture. Like it's a it is, culture. It's a, it's a culture. And just how you talk to them, like you don't they don't even know you. Exactly. Like what's up, like, mommy? Like, what's up, pop? Or like let what's me up? get a like something like just saying stuff like that. You don't have like, to have no got... manners. You ain't gotta have no manners, none of that. They but don't even have rude. to No, they're not rude. They don't have no customer service at all. <laughs> they could be like Two dollars. That's exactly. it. It's or, great. Like I came in there. I'm like, y'all got um glue. They fucking knew I meant weave glue. They knew it because yeah. I use weave glue for my lashes. Like I'm like, y'all got glue. They knew what I was um or I say you, you got hair glue a dollar. Like she don't even say yes. Or she the, say a dollar. Like fact, she know I want. What it. about when you grabbing some chips and you don't feel like waiting in the line, so you see one of them by the door and you be yes, like, I'm just gonna just, get you this and walk out. Try yeah. that shit in Rite Aid and see if you don't get clothesline. No, like you, it's just a different. It's different. Keep your meddling fingers off exactly. our shit. Go make like a like a pie or granola bar vending machine like nobody could fuck with white people in granola like y'all created it there but like don't mess with our ideas exactly and people of colors ideas it's so much away from us like and it's just like because like my neighborhood gentrified as same fuck. i saw Let white people gen- walking pit bulls i was all like, oh, shit they don't they rescuing dogs around here exactly you know what the fuck is hitting for when they when white when white people would cut off bike shorts and tattoos start walking around with pit bulls and bikes you yes. like oh shit Oh, God. Y'all wearing sandals and Birkenstock? Oh, shit. It's enough. We got to deal with that. But, like, y'all want to do other shit? I'm like, no. Please. So, yeah. That's fucked up. But moving on to something else that's actually fucked up. Um, The Jamel Hill situation. Um, You all probably heard of this. It's just an ESPN host who has been getting so much shit thrown at her because she decided to go on Twitter and call Donald Trump what he is, a white supremacist. She said that. She actually didn't say it in those words. She said he's backing... He had, like She said something to the nature of like he acts as if he's a white supremacist, which is way nicer than what I said because I was like, here, fuck nigga, white supremacist bitch. Like, I would have went in. And he didn't, she didn't say all that. You know, it was her own opinion. It was on Twitter. So everyone got mad about that. And ESPN did something that I thought was shady. They were like, we do not uh, endorse those. You know, we hope she apologized. Like, like I feel like they could have said something like, listen, you know, Jamel is, does not speak on behalf of ESPN, but she does have a right to state her opinion on her, you know, Twitter account, but they said some super apologist answer, which if I was Jamel, I would be looking at my employer like, y'all are fucked up. Like, y'all couldn't have backed me up. All I said was the truth. You know what I mean? Like, uh. And they a piece of shit. Like, all they want is black people for us to get a point and put that (laughs) ball in the fucking hoop and shoot it and get field goals and stuff. They just see us (laughs) as like... (laughs) What the fuck is... What sport is that? Field goal. Is that football? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. It just field goals sound like. It sound like I made it up, right? No, it sound like soccer, but it but probably yeah. is. Um, yeah, they get goals in uh, soccer too. Okay, but they also run on in soccer too. But yeah, like um, yeah, they want to say 
shit like that. Like, yeah, like this nigger is getting us points. But as yeah. soon as you remind them that you are. It's like, hop, 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 hop. like, please be quiet. So ESPN, they made that, you know, fake apology. And Jamel, I liked her apology. She said, so listen, I'm sorry. She pretty much said, I'm sorry if, like, you know, I offended or embarrassed my coworkers. My respect is always to them. But it pretty much. I said what the fuck I said. Like, I'm right. standing behind what I said, but I do apologize if I, like, somehow my views represented my company and my coworkers and my colleagues, because that was my intention. The fact that she said it on her personal Twitter should have said that on its own. But whatever. I don't think she should apologize. If it were me, my apology would have been a picture of my black ass, <laughs> and that would have been it. So Right? Mm-hmm. So fuck ESPN. Right. But then, if that wasn't enough, this toilet seat face-ass bitch, Sarah Huckabee, decided that she wanted to call for the firing of Jamel. And first she, of all, when has... <gasps> I have not heard Sarah Huckabee be vocal, and like, and I'm like, where? Because like, when Sarah they come Huckabee off, is terrible. Like, she's just scum. She's very. She's just. I'm sorry. I mean, ain't that Mike Huckabee's wife? Daughter. Da- oh, daughter. So the spawn of another shitty person. Uh, let me double. Let me fact check that because I really just said that confidently. But I really feel like Sarah Huckabee is a daughter. Could you check that? Yeah, she probably is his daughter. Yeah. Well, anyway, she called for the firing of Jamel, telling some for those type of accusations, she should be fired. First of all, they're not the fuck accusations, okay? Whenever there's a terrorist attack that happened and white supremacists done, had done it, um, did it, and the president of the United States does not call them out for it, but instead puts the blame on both sides, there it is. Whenever he adds Steve Bannon to his, you know, administration, there yeah, the fuck is it daughter. is. And here's my thing. If she can't call him a white supremacist, but he can say grab her by the pussy and uh, upload a gif of him hitting Hillary Clinton in the back of the head with a fucking golf ball. And him calling fucking um, Kim Jong-un Rocket Man. Yeah. That is so weird to me. That just the just all the shit the that he States. says. Just all the terrible... I can't even... He says so much terrible shit, right? Like, that if I really wanted to, I can make a list, a, a real actual list, but I'm not going to. But it's okay for him to say that, but it's not okay for someone to call him out. Okay, so y'all not going to fucking call him out, and she can't call him out. Who the fuck can say he's a white supremacist when he is then? Because he is. He's actually one. And it just make me mad that they try to go for black people in their bag every single time we stand up. Colin Kaepernick, um, J- uh, Jamel, you know, sorry, I'm just forgetting her name. Jamel Hill, and just make us look stupid every single time we try. It's like they're saying, yeah, like, like you, you, you either going to have a career or you're going to be one of them broke niggas that protest. That's it. You cannot have both. It's no safe space because guess what? If they doing that shit on a, a massive stage to people like Jamel who have a platform, people like Colin Kaepernick who have a platform, what the fuck do you think that your supervisor could do to you when you protest and they disagree with it and they think it's disrespectful? They think that Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. They think because you say free Asada Shakur that you're evil. What do you think that they no, can passively aggressive to you? you is my question like that's what this Jamel Hill things brings up to me like that's been a big problem in my personal career like finding it like I don't give a fuck if you want to fire me because that I I say black lives matter then I see you in court bitch <laughs> that's how I feel exactly write that shit down like yes. oh. take screenshots you know whatever because like these people are just like 
they really just think you're supposed to take and take and take, take and not everything. say nothing. That's all black people are put on earth to do. We can't we can't address it because we should wait for them to address it. But historically speaking, when have white people ever been the first people to address things that have gone on with us? We always got to act like goddamn fools to get our way. We always do. Mm-hmm. Okay? You show me... And then when you act the fool, they're like, oh, oh my God. Why, why are they so mad and violent? Because when I mean, we've only like, been oppressing them forever. Why, why, why exactly, are they upset? Because like Colin Kaepernick literally is doing a silent protest, but yet he's still... He's too radical. He's, just, he's literally not... He not yeah. And then when he talk, he's so calm. Yeah, he never, he doesn't. I wonder how he actually is handling all this. But like, I like that Jamel Hill is loud and proud about it, and she like, I'm not shutting up. So much support for her, and just for like sure. people like her who don't have her platform and say things, and they have to be forced to apologize and forced to say they're sorry. You know. For whatever it is, because you made uncom- people uncomfortable by doing the right thing. So it's important that we see that. And it's just like now me, it makes me more willing to just be like, fuck it. Like if I believe it's, it's right, I don't have care. Your back. It's people that's it's, going to. It's people that's going to have your back, when they, especially when they find out about it. So just like, you know. And it might hurt because they hit in your pockets. But you know what? Like you said, see that I'll see that ass in court. I'll see that <laughs> ass in court because like I'm telling right now, like I'm have I feel like I'm going through a situation right now where because I am who I am, I'm being excluded. But I'm like, bitch, I have friends, so you can exclude me all you want in this fucking anyway. <laughs> moving on. So we're going into the sunken place right now. And oh my gosh, it hurts me to put this fellow Philadelphian put who I put on a there. pedestal. Who I put into a pedestal. Okay, it hurts me. But I'm gonna go ahead and push him right into the sunken place suit because he fucking deserves it, and that's Kevin Hart. So all of a sudden, I mean, it was like a month ago where some rumors were circulating that Kevin Hart was sitting in a car with a woman, and I saw this, and I'm like, okay, he lived his crazy ass life. It, that don't look like cheating to me. He's sitting in the car with somebody, okay. And in addition to you know all these rumors and stuff. You see a video of him and his wife the next weekend dancing and shit. So it almost put that to rest. Like, okay, we all was wrong. Psycho. So all of a sudden, a video of him apologizing. This nigga bitching. Not even apologizing. <laughs> yeah, he was he bitching. He was pleading. He, like, I have some quotes here. So. Now he said, I wasn't ready. <laughs> he said, I made a, er- a bad error in judgment. Okay, let's talk about that. A bad error in judgment. Bad error. Uh, error is bad. So but he made a bad error in judgment, and he's sending apologies to his wife and kids. I got to do better and will. I'm not perfect, and I never claim to be. That's niggas' favorite thing to say when they cheat. I'm not perfect. Like you like you were saying, me not being perfect is sometimes I'm late. Yeah. Sometimes I have, I'm irrational. I have an attitude for no reason. Yes. I, I mean, got when a I'm pimple. hungry. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I'm I got hungry. stretch marks. Exactly, I gained a little weight. Not fucking cheating on the one you cheat. First of all, you cheated on your wife with this person, and then you cheat again on her, and then she's pregnant. Right. Why you cheat on her? How you accidentally, like, you just fell into a bitch, like, <laughs> lap? Like, how did... I want to know how people accidentally cheat how they accidentally put themselves in situations. I want to know so I can steer clear of it. Yeah, I want to know how, like, am I going to just be walking down the street, like, dum dum like, headed to Whole Foods, and next thing you know, I end up 
on top of somebody. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know how I got here, but it feels good. I'm going <laughs> to stay here. Look, so when I was in a relationship last year and then I started working at um, a job, there was this boy that was like showing me attention. He was cute and stuff, asking as me take me out or whatever. And I had a boyfriend at the time and I knew our relationship was falling apart, but I still was like, no, well, I have to ask my boyfriend. Like, cause he made it seem like he wanted to like be friends, but I knew it wasn't like that. And I just wanted a free meal. And I asked my boyfriend at the time, like, can I just go out and eat? He was like, no. I'm like, damn, you ain't got no money. And you don't want me to go out with a nigga to get a fucking meal. So I was like, whatever. So, I started, like, in me, I started, like, because I wasn't getting attention from him, I started kind of, like, liking the attention the guy was giving me, but I didn't act on anything because mm-hmm. I knew it was wrong. Right. Like, I'm with somebody else, so why would I act upon that? Like, it's just, like, it was something that was in me, like, eternalized, like, nobody knew. It's just, like, whenever he said hi to you or whatever, I would, like, be, like, whatever. And Still I like, got it. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. liked the attention. But I didn't, like, be like, oh, my gosh, let's, when I see him in the hallway and I'm working, like, oh, like, throw myself against him and let's start, like, passionately making out. Next thing I know, I'm at his place or whatever. Yeah, like, like there are steps to take you to the exactly. to that moment. Like, so, everybody's wondering what's going on. He pretty much said he's putting this video, um, this apology out, just letting people know what's coming because there's somebody trying to fucking extort him. And he's just like, you know, hell to the no. Like, I'd rather fucking apologize than pay this bitch because apparently this woman is asking for like $10 million. So, according to a report, um, somebody... uh captured Kevin Hart getting cozy with somebody in and a club was and later all 32 of his motherfucking teeth oh my <laughs> he was grinning he was grinning not smiling grinning he, he had was this, like he had this smile like you could tell he was like ah like this is a good life I'm just cheating probably why his I'm wife was probably irrationally wife. crying because of hormones exactly exactly and you know what if you loved her you would have done better because you already know what she up against. Everybody already hate her because according to her, she's not a mistress, but according to your ex-wife, she 100% is. According to all of us, this shit look funky. You know that that's what people think about you. But you know what? You played her and you made her look stupid while she was pregnant anyway. You know that this situation is super sensitive because of the nature of people just thinking she looks sensitive. And I mean, people think she looks stupid. And I stumbled upon that video on the shade room. I actually sent it to you mm-hmm. where she was like walking and like people, paparazzi was pretty much pestering and harassing her. They were just like, hey, Nico, how are you feeling since Kevin cheated on you? But hey, my thing Nico. is they should pester him. Well, first of all, where that nigga at? Because he not, he, I don't think he been he in public filming. since. He filming. He doing a movie. Uh, he, I, I caught well, some of... Uh, okay. And she just, you know, had a straight face and she was looking ahead. And they're like, yeah, is he cheating? And like, you know, have you talked to Kevin since he it came out that he cheated on you? And I'm like, all right. Like, honestly, if she wasn't pregnant, I probably would have been like, good for that ass. Because if you don't, if you remember, just a few months ago, Neek Neek decided to run her fucking mouth. Oh, for no reason. About, uh... Tori Hart, which is Kevin that's Hart's what, ex-wife. Yeah, I was say, that's what I cannot stand sometimes about, like, pregnant bitch. Because I'm thinking about, because I was watching, because um, my fucking mom loved trash reality TV. And we was watching, I forgot, it's like some 
football wives thing. And um, this girl who was really pregnant was arguing with Michael Vick's wife. And my mom um, worked at the hospital where Michael Vick's wife died. And mm. the girl that's pregnant said to Michael Vick's wife, um, something, your mom need to take her crazy pills. She was like, well, my mom's dead. And the, girl, the pregnant girl said, good. And the girl, Michael Vick's wife friend, threw water on her because she couldn't hit her because right. she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's like, why would you do that to a pregnant? Why would you do that to a pregnant? But I'm like, she was running her mouth That's like different. on some reckless That's shit. That's totally different. But, you say something about my dead mom, I don't yeah, care if you got triplets, is, you carrying triplets, you're going to get something, something thrown at you. I'm going to pluck yeah, you. My thing uh, is, get I, a rubber band slingshot. <laughs> Right in the forehead. That shit ain't gonna hurt no baby. It ain't gonna hurt. So that's why I'm like, she was running her mouth. Like she was. I. I she should have. Like, but anyway, she should have been quiet though. She should have been. A should have been quiet. But I just don't see. How, like I feel like even though she was stupid for maybe being a mistress and thinking she won because she got married to this man, she was stupid for running her mouth last week. She was not stupid for you know. Getting pregnant and walking around. I was about to say, because also that was like, that's him. He knew that he had this demon inside of him. He shouldn't have been trying to start a, a, another addition to the family. No, oh, He needs to be working not. on himself. Absolutely not. But you know what? Cheaters have something wrong with them. They do. They, they really do. have they something really wrong do. with them. And you know what's so crazy, it though? It seems like he can't stop because, like, like you said... Like he cheated on his wife with her, and that wasn't enough for him. Now yeah. he cheat, and it's crazy because I uh, listened to an interview with him the other day, and he was like, "Something I got all that I want. Like, what what is more for me? Like out there, and like it kind of like we was talking about yesterday, kind of like hurt my feelings because, like you said, she's this thin mixed girl, mm-hmm. and his wife has African American features. Dark she's skin, dark girl, skin, thick girl, and it's like been with him from the beginning. Yeah, and she wasn't enough. Like I feel like you know, when he leveled up, his wife, old wife, wasn't enough anymore. Yeah, like, I feel like that's I gotta right. have a Hollywood bitch now that I live a Hollywood life, and I felt like he went for somebody younger because his wife was one year older than him. Mm-hmm. She had two children. She was always like a kind of. She just wasn't that girl. Like. She reminds me of myself. Yeah. Like, she was, na- she got she natural goofy? hair. She goofy. Like, she probably was say, responsible. It's not even funny. She probably was responsible. She looked like she a boss. Like, she got her shit together. You can't make her do stuff. And I love the fact that she has a hair company, and it's called Heavenly Heart, and it's in honor of her daughter. Yeah, for like, self-love. That is, for self-love. That is so beautiful. That's yeah, it. and, like, you know what's so funny? I love Kevin Hart so much, and, like, I don't want to say I loved him, because, like, I'm, at this point, I just don't fucking care. Because he has but done so much for, for the like community. Philly, like yeah. and, and put us and on a the- map and stuff like that. It's just that he needs to get his shit together. And like it's something that like cause it's like like you said, like you don't want to say love him, but like I'm like as somebody who was cheating on and has experienced that like outside of like, you know, that's been a constant theme like within my life. Like it just like it's it's like triggering. Like it's like it's yeah. triggering. And it confirms to me that nothing no, it's just nobody you can. It's like who can you trust, like to be that intimate with, and you right. build the stuff with it. It's just that kind of stuff. You just it just make you. It's give just up like what's the point? Because exactly. at the end of the day, I can't control what this nigga do. Like I can't. I can only believe him, and then when I believe him, they and they lie really well. Like mm-hmm. what the fuck am I supposed but to do about is, that? All, oh, but um, I really at first when I saw the video of Kevin Hart, I was like, yo, this shit is just like he playing on this whole cheating thing because he probably got a movie or something coming out. And and then he probably gonna drop a book like this is why you don't judge a book by its cover. Like 
like them kids on the internet. <laughs> but when I start seeing the FBI getting involved yeah, because I'm of extortionists and stuff like that. And this girl said, on Twitter, she said all her broke ass wanted was some money and now she being investigated by the FBI. Like <laughs> That's so funny to me. That is funny. That is hilarious. But I like that Tori Hart did an interview and like people were mad about it because they're like, bitch, now you just trying to ride the wave. And like she said, well, he made fun of me and the fact that he cheated on me and all his comedy acts, he made a coin and a come up off of my hurt and that was fine. Nobody said anything. But now that I want to speak out because yes, I do have a hairline and I've had something to say and I've been quiet for years. Everybody have a problem. This is my advice to anybody who's worried about people being like, oh, now you got something to say. I sure the fuck do. Yep, exactly. And guess Whenever what? You ready. And you're going to listen because we've been wanting Tori to spill the tea. <laughs> exactly. Like, what please. she said was so I... For one, I hope that one day I can be as mature as her. Because what she said, it was beautifully said. It didn't feel like it was no malice. It just was straight honesty. And it's like, you can't get mad at what she said unless it's the truth. Like, you can't get mad. She really took that whole divorce thing on the chin to the point where I thought maybe they had an arrangement. Like, maybe it was okay for her to him to be joking about this. And I laughed when I watched that comedy exactly, special. Exactly, but now looking at then, it now, and now that she said that she was hurting... Like it just shows him in a whole different light, and it's exactly. like it's like you can never be a fan of a comedian for real, cause they always they funny, they lovable, they charming, mm -hmm. but they people, and, and they they are fucked up. They are fucked up. Fucked cause like up. the clip we watched last night, like cause when I was like when I first saw like you know I don't even know if I laughed at that part, I probably did, but like looking at it now, he was like yeah I cheated, and would I take it back? No, no I wouldn't. And I'm like now looking at that, and also looking at that as somebody who got cheated on, I'm like damn that's hurtful as fuck. Like that that's just something. To me that can never be funny. Like, Imagine being with somebody that sells sneakers and then have when they get on they leave you for like I'm sorry, like a thin mixed girl. As a black brown skinned woman and as a woman who's not petite, I just that that does something. That hurt because that like, does even if the love is genuine, I'm not gonna be mad. I'm gonna be honest. Cause like one time the guy that I like started dating a girl that was like had the same haircut as me but just was thinner and shorter, I was like, trigger warning. Warning. Exactly. Warning. And that's just like I was having a meltdown for like four months looking like this bitch they never gonna fucking break up. This bitch is beautiful. Exactly. Like it's annoying. And that's how I felt with my cause my ex boyfriend cheated on me with a light-skinned Latina girl. She was fat and her nails was ugly and stuff, but I didn't, I couldn't, <laughs> like, she was fat, couldn't dress and, you know, whatever. Because I saw her in pictures before I knew she was the other one. And I'm like, who the fuck is this fat white bitch? Because she was very light. But, after you find out you get cheated on, all that, all the flaws go out the window. All I see is she's light skinned and she's a Latina. Right, and, and that, all of a sudden that makes and you know the hangups that a lot of black they think it's a, a, a upgrade. They exactly. do exactly. They really like, do. I didn't see. I mean, now I can look at her flaws. I'm like her fucking nails. Like she probably paid twenty five dollars yes. for her nails. She has had a cuticle pushback exactly. in years. Like it's just she's like a mess. Exactly, and it's just like now I see the flaws, whatever. But then. Like for a few months, I had to hang up with like, oh my gosh, I'm not light, like I'm not light skinned. Yeah, I don't not, have Puerto like, Rican hair. Yeah, I don't, I don't have, have the this, hair. I don't have that. I'm not Latina and spicy the way black men always exactly. make it. Like you know, Latina women are so quote unquote exotic and different, even though they from fucking Allegheny, <laughs> like Kensington and shit. Exactly, and like that. That hurt me for a few months. So it's like, I can't imagine how Tori Hart felt because it was like, to me, like, I don't have to, like, first of all, I knew their relationship was going to work out. And they probably, because they, I don't know if he, he probably cheated on her too, because I saw the nigga on Tinder. Hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Didn't swipe right or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> um, 
Tori Hart had to see that on a bigger scale. Like it kind of yes. had to be like thrown in her face, and her kids had to be around that. Yes, yeah, it sucks. And this is why I don't uplift broke niggas. Guess what? Because <laughs> guess what? Okay. When they leave your ass, okay. You you support them. Jasmine Sullivan has a song about this. Okay. Like you know when niggas you support them and you buy a cheap dress for them that show up to their shows while they selling sneakers and no, like I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna see you when you get it together because okay. I, I'm not building you up for you to break me down okay. because I will do some left eye shit, burn some sneakers oh, in the fucking. fucking Okay. So yeah, just don't. Just exactly. don't. Just don't, don't uplift these broke niggas. Find you a nice man. Exactly. We that's don't. making We're you not a solid forty thousand dollars a year. Exactly. That may not be rich, may not be there, but you could see the charm in him because I'm telling you, when these niggas get on, they something different. Mm-hmm. They something different. Either you better meet them while they on or while they at like a nice humble. We're not doing these broke uh, niggas nice humble no clip. I don't. I've. I've. This is why they disgust me because of stuff. I've, I've heard about this too much, and that will drive me crazy. If I lower my standards for you and you leave me for a <laughs> girl, okay, all right, okay, all right. If that's how you're gonna do it, okay. And they don't <laughs> even seem like. I'm sorry. Like they don't even seem. <laughs> I'm just like, what do they talk? I feel like he just like her because of she. Because I'm like, she not funny like yeah. she's never made me cackle like if if <laughs> i laughed it's because I thought he she was, was in the cute. video i'm not gonna lie i did think she was cute but like i i i just didn't pay her any attention like i really really didn't and it's a i've been knowing as a funny girl myself mm-hmm. that a, funny niggas really don't like funny girls they don't much. they don't it's just not they, don't. they like girls that are like fake funny they'd be like bad i'm hungry i'm gonna be mean to you until you <laughs> i don't know what that accent was so i'm gonna stop that but they like guys like like girls that are like babe. Or like, girls that be like, I'm a look br- at you playing 2K again. I'm a brat and I'm a woman. I'm a grown woman, but I'm also a brat. Like that's what they like, and I'm just team not that. So yeah, exactly. All right, so that good so luck with that. Man, come on, her get your shit together, man. You fucking repping not just Philly but North Philly. So this really affects me. Like, come on, you making me look bad. Get it to fucking first. Meek Mill lost his battle. Lost the battle to Drake, and now this Jill Scott. What you gonna do? Music? No, she already lost. Oh yeah, because Bill Cosby thing. Oh fuck. Okay, Patty Labelle. Bake them pies and shut your mouth, cause I can't take one more icon just doing something stupid. Will Smith, you too. Hush. Yeah. All right. Shut the fuck up, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> they need to hear this. Shut up. All right, so we're moving into the common sense segment, and this is actually something that me and Spree we just been talking about. We've been on some like dreams and nightmare shit recently, like just constantly talking about our dreams and our goals and just mm-hmm. building ourselves. Because I really feel ready. Like I feel ready to do the shit. Like I feel like um because I went to New York for a drag con and like being there. I I felt that spark of motivation I did like when I lived there, and I'm like just this feels great. Like, I'm like, I feel like motivated and I feel, I'm like, I ain't got no kids. Like, I yeah. really can save up and I'm about to be busting my ass this fall. I'm about to be working two motherfucking jobs and hopefully, I know, actually I'm going to plant the seed. I will be working two jobs again throughout the year and I'm really about to be on some like saving shit because I know what I got to do. I just got to give my money to my mom. Same. I'm I giving mine to my no, dad. Call that shit escrow. No I'm going to pay it for him. Fucking control. Yeah, me neither. And Fenty Beauty is like really weighing heavy <laughs> and, it's and just like heavy. fall fashion. It's easy to get sucked in <laughs> and forget is. that you already have boots. You don't need to buy no new boots but <laughs> exactly. you just forget. You but know, I'm you feeling be motivated and like also seeing other 
other people win and do shit. I'm like, I'm ready. Especially, you know what has inspired me? Three people. Cardi B, yes. Issa Rae, and uh, Jim Carrey. Now, Cardi B and Issa Rae, for obvious reasons, they fucking made their way on the social media stuff. Like, yes. nobody was looking. No, Cardi B was is the best example of how you need to be an opportunist out here. And she's just thriving. But she just was herself. She, she just wasn't was even herself. looking for nothing. She was just herself, and she had something special. And thank God, like, everybody noticed her funny and charming and just real she was. And Issa Rae, she had this talent. You know, there was nothing like nothing necessarily traditional about her. She mm. wasn't that safe black girl that they could throw. Like, you know, she don't have straight hair. And like, I love Gabrielle Union. She the real deal. She woke. But people love like hiring her and Sanaa Lathan and Regina Hall and that's it. when you relax, they relax. When, yeah, when you, you know, you got a straight wig but Sanaa, you know, she team bald. But, you know, for most <laughs> of her career, like, they just you know, okay, yeah, this woman with this wig like Tika Sumter like she's another one that I feel like everybody is just like loving 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 right now but nobody was like Issa Rae nobody had her comedy it was okay for black white girls to be awkward first and then she was that first black girl that kind of bust through the scene YouTube series called Awkward Black Girl Girl and let them know that we can be awkward too so that really inspired me Mm -hmm. and recently Jim Carrey he like video surfaced of him (laughs) and he was just like somebody asked him was this role out of character for Jim Carrey and he was like Jim Carrey don't exist <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, he tweaking. But then I kept listening, and he was like, you know what? You know, I let go of the idea of who I am and what I do like and what I don't like and what's for me and what's not for me. And I just started being. So this Damn. person you formerly known as That's Jim Carrey, shit. he said they simply do not exist. I said he really the mask in real life. Like that's really crazy. <laughs> that's, but no, that's I really so want to start fucking real. Like that. And I have slowly been breaking it down. I'm like, wow. Like I never thought back then that this is what I would do because guess what? I'm not that fucking person no more. Like I'm not the same girl who, you know, there's nothing similar about me. There's nothing. I don't relax my hair anymore. I don't have my mom taking care of me. I don't eat meat anymore. Mm-hmm. I have gone through so many things and I have seen people blatantly mistreat me for being a woman of color in the workplace. Like mm-hmm. it happens on a daily basis. People having meetings, just you and another person in a room and they simply just not making eye contact with you. And I feel like sometimes I'm like, why am I going through this shit? Like, why am I constantly just being beat down and berated mentally every single day yeah. and I'm like you know what this shit is breaking me down to build me up I everything I go through is going to be worthless if I don't get up and make my dreams come true from this and when you look at these people you're like it's not that deep like honestly for me also what did it was when I went through a long cause I was like a workaholic and like since I was 18 I have never not had a job mm-hmm. and when I graduated college when the time where you think oh I got a degree this shit should be easy I was unemployed for, like, maybe a year, almost two years. And then I, like, had a nervous breakdown. And then I started going to therapy. And, like, my therapist started breaking shit down to me, like, talking about, like, I can't equate, like, having a job to my worth and, like, money to my my worth. Like, I can't, like, equate that. And also, like, (sighs) he was saying, like, you know, okay, you don't have a job. But look at, like, when you just waking up in the morning and, like, look at that as like, this is work because, you know, as somebody that's mentally ill, it is a job. Mm -hmm. And I started like, before I see a person, like I'm not patting myself on the back for this. Like now I pat myself on the back for a lot of stuff that I wouldn't because that's how I make it through the day. Mm -hmm. Like I went to the gym. If I ate 
good, this, that. I'm going to pat myself on the back. I didn't die. I'm going to pat myself on the back. And it's not enabling me. It's actually making me feel better because right. I'm not being so hard on myself. And it's like now I can make steps to being a person I want to be because I'm not, like, if something don't work out, I can be, like, shrugs. And, like, I have... Like, now I'm fortunate. And, like, at first, like, sometimes it is a burden because, you know, I would like, you know, to have a steady income. But now I'm, like, the jobs that I have are, like, very flexible and I can do stuff that I want to do. And I have, like, a lot of time to focus on me while I'm also getting paid and I'm doing stuff that, like, I really, like, you know, enjoy. Like, I'm talking, I get to work at a haunted house. And that's really, like, exciting for me. Um, And it's like, you know, everybody don't have that opportunity. And, you know, when that once that's over, then I can do something like freelancing and I'll also still be working with kids with something I love. And it's like, instead of looking at this, even though, like I said, sometimes it's a financial burden because, like, you know, the pay is, like, you know, not as much as, you know, I would need. It's like, you know... I, at least I have time to work on stuff that, like, you know, that I want to do, like, my fitness and, like, right. the podcast and, like, yeah, it's you like know. A it is. So, I'm looking at it that way, even though, like I said, some it's just the heaviest thing is financial burden. I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't be, like, ashamed of that. And also, what helps me is talking to my friend who models, um. Liz, yeah, and that like, inspires me too. And I don't just speak like to her directly. Seeing her, like you know, because like from Instagram, you see somebody that pop, you're like, oh, you know, perfect. And she was telling me like, yo, I fucking struggle too. Like she was telling me some real shit, and I'm like, oh shit, like I just gotta do this. Like even if yeah. I struggle, and like I can have like you know, it's worth like, it. It's just you know. So I'm just like you oh know, I'm God. gonna follow my fucking shit, and I'm gonna do it. It's it's okay if it's like happening late, like you know, it's yeah, because we're 25, quote unquote. That's late apparently, but yeah. At the end of the day, I need to stop with my feeling useless because mm-hmm. I'm not like my thing is this. I'm a perfectionist. Like I am. 100%. And I was like that too, and uh, that's perfectionist. what drove me crazy. I am, but here's the thing. I feel like I've gotten so much better with just like in my Tony Braxton voice, letting it flow. Like, yeah, you I just really, really have. have really because have. my, but my thing is, I don't give myself a pat on the back until I do it good. And that's not me like talking mean to myself. Mm. I'm saying, you know what, Iman? Not right now. I'm not, you know, I'm not clapping for you right now. Like when we started this podcast, I was proud of myself. A few years ago, I wouldn't have been proud of myself. I had a blog going on. I was yeah. an intern. I was working. I had 18 credits. I graduated with honors, but I was like, you did what you were supposed to do. You got that job out of school because you were supposed to do it. Mm. You got that promotion because you were supposed to. What the fuck? You want to live a good life? That's that's how I used to talk to myself. Yeah. Now I, I still, I refuse to give myself a cookie because. At the end of the day, when you're driven and you you know that the world is competitive mm-hmm. and you know that, like, you know, I, I know when I need to reset, but I know when I need to go into full-on, like, yeah, dog-eat-dog world and just be like, fuck all that shit. Like, f- fuck that noise real quick. <laughs> I'm going to go and I'm going to accomplish this. And I don't want to hear, good for you, girl. Good for you. No, I'm in grind mode right now. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't need, but that I don't is need good, to hear though. that. Because everybody, because I'm just finding out that a lot of people don't get jobs when they graduate college. Like, because I at the time, I felt like I was the only one. That was my like, big, I feel like that shit. blessing, I, I was so fortunate to receive that. And I was like, you know what? Every time I try to complain about stuff, I'm like, you know what? I was very fortunate. But I also realized that maybe I should have took some time off from 
yeah. you know, hopping right into the workforce because I've never had that time where I got to do dumb shit like backpack, you know, and yeah. I probably never would have, but I wouldn't have had so much responsibility. Like I didn't have a car, no, I didn't have rent. I could have really took advantage of that. But instead I was like so ambitious and like so interested in starting a career. And I think that you got to really watch it when you get into these careers mm-hmm. because you start to become a slave to your bills. And yeah. recently I found myself, that's why I gave up my apartment. I was becoming a slave to my apartment. I was scared to do anything outside of what I didn't want to do. I start realizing, you know what? I don't really like working for a corporation. I don't like sitting behind a desk. I'm not that bitch that can answer emails and I'm not that bitch. Yeah, know, and you, it's nothing worse than realizing that, but also saying I'm scared to death to leave this job because I need these benefits. I need to pay my car insurance. My parents are older at this point. My mom is on disability. She's had a stroke. My father's retired, about to be 60 years old. He's wearing down. He can't work. He can't take care of me. Mm-hmm. So I have to do this for myself. But then I thought, to, I really was thinking like, oh, it's no other option. It's no other option besides do shit I hate to get by. That's not true. I just had to sacrifice something. Yeah. I have a lot of stuff that I had to sacrifice. My apartment being the first thing. Second, shopping. Third, weave. Well, I never really got that. Four, nails. Five feet. I soak my own goddamn feet some rose water. Ain't nobody touch. I'm no that twenty five dollars is mine. I'm not paying that shit to you. Like yeah. I'm. This is all mine. This is all going to be part of me progressing, moving forward. And you know what? Maybe if I save enough, I can become freelance. And like I'm taking the step to doing what I need to do because life is too short for me to be sitting behind somebody's desk, knowing damn well I want to be somebody's television host one day. Yeah, right. Knowing damn well I want to be on the radio. Knowing I want to work alongside you know Issa Rae, and I get sick whenever like I can't really say what I want on social media or dye my hair the color I want or wear braids because I'm just not free like that's not cool knowing that if I have kids I'm only gonna get three months to spend at home with my fucking newborn then I'm gonna have to go back to work and pay for childcare and see them not that often I won't be able to take that many vacations it's just weird when you having a mental health day when you having a flu or somebody die and you can't take off of work like it's is that worth it is that worth the benefits and the salary for that long-term robotic-ass life? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's, so. It's just I not. would rather be broke and not have my car and catch the bus and not have my Because it's really done. not that bad. Cause like I, and it's not forever. Yeah, it's not forever. It's cause not cause like, forever. Because at first, I was like, oh, my God, I have to take public transportation, like, everywhere, whatever. But, like, that shit is not that bad. It really isn't. And also, I feel like, oh, like, being a... Philly, it's a different story because I feel like a lot of people glamorize that life, like what you're talking about, and they think you're doing good because you have a car and like, you know, and stuff like that. Like that kind of stuff should not exactly. measure your wealth. Um, yeah, your wealth as a person. And people think like, so you feel pressured to have all this stuff because you're like, oh, I'm going to be a bum ass bitch if I don't, whatever. Right. But, and, or if you downgrade, if you sacrifice, you feel, yeah. oh, what happened to her? Like exactly. she must have this- it's been an but other. the thing is, in fucking New York, it be doctors and shit on a train. Like it's just a whole different. Cause it's that's culture. what I love. It's in I your love, head. It's, it's in your head. head. And that's what I love about that city is that if people have the hustle mentality, and it's like you know the people that aren't those asshole gender fires whatever have a hustle mentality and it's like it's okay if I don't have everybody worries about themselves yeah that's what it is it's yeah they worry I'm, about I'm not a flexor I've never really really been a flexor yeah well, same number one I can't afford it but the thing that really really bothers me is this obsession with like uh 
you know, you only as good as where you are right now. Mm -hmm. Because life ain't a ladder or nothing. Where you are right now is who you are as a whole person. Like, the tunnel vision is so important. Like, I had somebody tell me recently, like, it's so funny that you did all those internships and you do all this extracurricular. And look at us. We're, like, in the same place, (laughs) same pay grade. That bitch. I'm like, no. There's, we're not the fuck the same though. Do you not understand? The simple fact that you think that I'm anything like you is actually burning my whole fucking throat right now. I'm nothing like you. Exactly. You, you're not on my level because this is your end all and be all. This is only my steps. Okay. Ask the last person who said that same thing about me. I was his supervisor in two months. So I'm just like, please. And again, it's not about these superficial accolades. It's about the bigger picture that somebody thinks that you're on a same level just because you're in a physical place with each other right now. Mentally, you go home and you think about your dog wheat-free diet, okay? I go home <laughs> and I think about ways that we can get people to sponsor this fucking podcast, how we can reach more black girls, and how our topics can reach and touch people from all over the place. You don't think about that shit, so we're not on the same level. So, like, when you play me, you play yourself. In the exactly. words of Prince, don't ever in your fucking life say we're on the same level after all the work I've done. My work is preparing me to launch, okay? So don't in your mediocre white-ass life ever do that. Exactly, like, that shit is just Because it's like, you think you made it. Like, you, you here in a fucking office and you People think they made it. You think you made it. I mean, also, like, not to diss those people because we need those type of... We need people we that need aren't it. really big dreamers to balance out the world. But when people try to, like... Make you seem stupid, like yeah, or oh. be like this. You're gonna be here with me forever. It's like no, the fuck I ain't because because uh, I barely want to be here with you now. Exactly because the teacher tried to do that to me. Um, that because like when I first got my teaching job and I was just like I was just like you know after not working and coming out of depression and stuff like that, I needed to take stuff easy because I had so much. I didn't work that many hours, but I had so much anxiety because I didn't work. And I'm like, I'm doing something that I'm really passionate about, so I had so much anxiety. So I couldn't work two jobs, so I just worked that one, and I was going to the gym. And this teacher says, because my friend that I worked with, she worked another job in there, and she's like, oh, you do something else out of this? She's like, yeah, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, you don't do anything else else outside of this. And I'm like, me trying to take care of my mental health so I can be wherever I want to, that is me doing something right. outside of here. And, like, you're a bitter, like, you're somebody that's like you're bitter and you're the way you talk to kids and you can't have you telling me all your information about your fucking fucked up relationship as yeah. somebody in their 50s like you are you're not, you're not who I aspire to be yeah you're not who I aspire to be because I'm actually here you're here pressed about money and I'm actually here to inspire you know right, exactly and like sometimes it's and hard. That, that makes and me as happy. a poor I'm poor okay I, I don't have it in me to be like sometimes money isn't everything but even as a poor person money isn't everything your mental health and your dreams are always the most important thing you have one life you owe it to yourself to do something that you love and even if it takes you a few shitty jobs and a few shitty people to get there my friend Mia told me one time you got to be a horse with the blinders on looking straight ahead but racing haul assing towards your dreams so you know I'm really happy that we had a chance to discuss that because I think that people think that dreams are fairy tales like your goals oh no that's a fairy tale it's not a fairy tale you're a real ass person and you work for somebody else every day to make their dream and they pocket fatter you could damn sure do the same thing for yourself it's just not gonna be easy right 
So thank you so much for joining in to this episode of Black Girl Brunch. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my cousin Tristan. Um, I don't know if I gave a shout out to Tristan before, but I figured it will not hurt if I gave a second one because that's fam. And I love her. She always like tunes in and -hmm. listens. I'm just so happy. Like, thank you so much for that. And shout out to all our new followers. We just got like a bunch of followers on like uh, Instagram and I see a lot of people following us on SoundCloud. So thank you. Also, shout Shout out to Chris um, and her baby. Thank y'all for listening. She said she listened to her with her baby, um, which I love oh, because so we cute. love babies. So thank <laughs> even though you know it's not for kids, but here. they can't understand yeah, yet when they start know. repeating. You know, you might want to cut us off. <laughs> but you know what? I trust that you know that already. <laughs> yeah, you should know that, friends. Yeah, I know. She, she always knows. making memes out of her baby too. Which oh, I love. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well I gotta follow her on my personal account. <laughs> So yeah, thanks guys for all the love. We definitely appreciate it. Speaking of love, don't forget to rate and review us. Sorry, shout out to Amina too. Thank you so much for listening because I know she is a podcast listening ass, okay? (laughs) So the fact that she said that she wanted one of her favorites is like... Thank you. Oh, thank but yeah, what you. was you gonna say? Oh, don't forget to rate and review us um, yes. on Apple Podcasts and subscribe and tell us tell tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. And you'll follow, you'll find me and Sabria's personal social media. So thank you for tuning in and listening to us snap again for overtime. <laughs> um bye. Peace.